We're live. live. Saturday, Saturday morning. morning. Welcome to, to the, the shack, shack of Sit. <laughs> <laughs> we tried. We're your host, Kayla and Crystal. Thank you for joining us. We are, well, we've decided just to jump in today and we were sitting at the kitchen table talking and I said, hey, we should hop on the podcast real fast and talk about this nonsense bullshit. And she said, okay, let's do it. We, you know, when you're scrolling on TikTok and you kind of have like a conversation about like all the hot bullshit like going on with celebrities and stuff. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but Amanda Bynes. What? I love her. I do too. Goodness. What happened? What the fuck? And I don't mean that in a degrading way. No, non-judgmental. Just like there's something going on. And it's way before now. It's way before now. She obviously has trauma. I mean, most adults <laughs> this day and age do, right? We all do. But, why, I mean, even being so, she's an actress. Why is she on TikTok just so monotone? And like. Lifeless, emotionless. Emotionless, dude. I feel, I feel so bad for her. Because, I mean, is she at a point right now to where her parents, like, can't even say anything to her? You know what I mean? Like, is she non-approachable? Yeah, like, she's soulless. It's creepy. Yeah. And, you know, people can say what they want. I'm not talking about her looks. I'm not talking about the fact that she's gone and gotten Botox. Like, that's that isn't even what's on my radar her mental health yeah I'm talking about her mental health and when did it when was the pivoting point in her life where she was just like yeah fuck this I'm not doing this the thing is is like she's out of her conservatorship now and I feel like it's a little more chaotic and her mental health is loud louder than it was than just drinking and going out, you know, like. Well, I think it's because now that she's out of it, she's capable of being able to, like, post what she wants, do what she wants. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Like, when you're in that, just like, I mean, look at Wendy Williams. Right now, we're not seeing anything of her or what she's doing. And where the fuck is she? Her, I mean, her entire family, supposedly... Her son's like, we don't even get to see her right now. There was a post yesterday or the day before, though, stating that she is has, like, dementia. Is that true? I don't know. Right. And the media always twists everything. You know, they have a good way of turning you against somebody in a matter of minutes. So that's one of the reasons that I really don't listen to all that, like, TMZ fucking... Illuminati. Yeah, crazy. fucking bullshit. Yeah. And... They say, I mean, I think a lot of the child stars, too, like back to Amanda Bynes, like the child stars that were on any child star, you know, when you go into business like that, I mean, you're working Yeah. at a young age. You're not having a normal childhood. You're not. Right. And um, who else was in? Wasn't. okay? so Britney Spears, Wendy Williams. Demi Lovato, Lindsay Lohan, 
Amanda Bynes. I think all of them were in. See, and Lindsay Lohan seems to be doing well. She's coming back into movies a little bit now. She just had a new movie on Netflix that I don't even know if it's out yet. Like The Irish Wish or something like that. But, I mean, she seems to be doing much better. Brittany, I don't have words for. I think with Britney Spears, go live your life, bitch. You're now out of it. Go do whatever the fuck you want. Because I would be doing whatever the fuck I want to. Yeah. And even if it is just her being like, petty Betty, like, ha ha, look at me. I can flash whatever the fuck I want in front of you. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Wouldn't you? Yeah, but there's still just something that seems off. I just feel like, I don't know if she's still stuck in like PR contracts or what, but I feel like she's still being forced to do stuff that she doesn't want to do. Yeah. But even if, I don't know. I mean, you would think that her, I, I, what I really think it is, is the people that are around her are more than likely taking advantage of her. And just like Wendy Williams, you know, her sister spoke up or her son and said, the people that are around her right now are currently taking advantage of her and her money. And like, that's the sad part of this. You know, everybody thinks that they want to be a celebrity and everybody thinks that they want to be in the limelight until this kind of shit happens. Yeah, they can, no matter what, they can make someone look crazy in the media. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. The media can twist anyway. Just like the more you scream, I'm not crazy, the crazier you look. No one's going to believe you. Nobody. Nobody will believe you. And that right there. Like in the movie Gothica when she's like, when Halle Berry's like, but I'm not crazy. I didn't do it. Right. And that right there is enough to drive you crazy. Yeah. Drive you absolutely mad. You would be absolutely mad. I would. I'd be fucking, I'd go fucking insane. Just trying to prove that, like... Trying to prove that you're not insane. Trying to prove that you're fucking normal and that you can make... (laughs) And then you look more crazy. Yeah. I mean, imagine Britney Spears. You're just trying to prove that you're capable of making your own decisions. I mean, she couldn't even fucking drive her own cars. Or decide whether or not she wanted birth control. Right. She couldn't make her own decisions over her own fucking body, let alone her own life. The car's that she worked her ass off for the money that she worked her ass off for day in and day out and then being forced on top of that to go to vegas and dance and work yeah a few family right and it was because she was on and i don't know how she still did it like i know they were taking things away from her and so she was trying to like go along with it but like she's stronger than me because i would have just laid in bed and given up me too probably yeah Definitely. I would have just been like, oh, well, fuck you. Go on with your bad self and take my money, but I'm not going to make any more for you. No. I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make any more fucking money for you for you to just take it away from me. She said that she would go downstairs. I watched that documentary and she said that she would go downstairs. There was a picture of her and her mom on the kitchen counter. And every morning she would flip it back up and set it up so that she could see the picture. And her mom would come down right behind her and just set it down, flip it over. Yeah, what kind of narcissistic mind game is that right who does that to somebody right especially their daughter right and especially their daughter who you wouldn't even 
be in the house that you're in if it weren't for her. Yeah, do you want to go back to Louisiana? Right. I mean, it's crazy. And I'm not saying that they weren't well off before. I don't know their situation. But regardless, you weren't that well off. No, be grateful for what you have. And, I mean, honestly, she probably was giving them money before the conservatorship. Yeah, I'm sure. And helping them. And then you have Jamie Spears, Jamie Lynn, who also is, you know, you put her in acting and dancing and stuff as well. So you have two well-off daughters. Did did she ever come forward and say anything, though, about that? Like, did she ever say anything about Britney? I, I never really heard her side. Um, anything I've seen, she's kind of like playing victim, crying. It's it's like beating around the bush. She never fully is like, oh, my parents did this or, oh, Britney did that. It's always like, well, you know, I was put in a situation, you know. Yeah, which maybe she was scared that they'd do the same to her Yeah, at that point. But it's hard to tell. You don't know, like, if she is just like her parents or if she is afraid of her parents. Yeah. So I don't blame her either way because you just never know. Yeah, I could see that. And think think how our mother does against each other. Yeah. And how many times I wasn't there for you because she made me believe, well, this, this, and this. And you're the golden child. Right. If Jamie Lynn is in that mindset still, then it's completely believable that she right. would not be there for Brittany in the ways that Brittany needed her. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Because I remember being younger and being like, well, I can't really tell my sister anything because she's got her head so far up my mom's fucking ass. Really? That she could, like, lick her fucking tonsils. So (laughs) I'm not going to fucking, I'm not even going to, like, confine in her because it's just going to get back to my mom and she's going to judge me just as harshly because at that point it's like I didn't know if she was, like, I didn't know if you were too scared to even, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't know if you were scared or the same. It wasn't that I was scared. It was that I was blind. Right. I didn't even see it then. Growing up. Certain little things would happen, and I'm like, oh, I think about it. But then, obviously, now, yeah, now it's like the blindfold is off. There's no going back. There's no unseeing it. There's no. Yeah, and I think sometimes that kind of stuff just happens with age, you know. Yeah. Like it, it unless you're just completely brainwashed to the point of no return, and some people are. That's fucking scary. I couldn't imagine going my entire life. Now that I'm out of it, going my entire life like that. Right. What do you think the turning point was for you? Like that pivotal moment where you were like, wow, she is a fucking psycho. Probably when she started making up lies and talking about me to the family instead of coming to me. But then like the big big thing was over the summer when we had our conversation and I kept trying to tell her like this is what hurts me this is what hurts my feelings this is and it was a blame game of you know blaming you and I'm like no I'm trying to tell you my individual personal feelings it has nothing to do with her and then she literally screamed I'm not ever changing and that was just like okay Right. She's not changing. She didn't want it to be about her. No. Or about you. And the way that conversation went down, 
you know, she started off like crying and being the victim. And the second I don't go along with what she was saying, then by the end of that conversation, I was the bad person. Right. She went through every stage of narcissistic behavior in that conversation in a matter of 20 minutes. Because it was like, well, you know, I just don't understand. And your sister made you not talk to me. And then it was, well, if I'm such a bad grandma, then why do you let, or if I'm such a bad mother, then why do you let my grandkids come see me? And I'm like, because I thought that you still would want a relationship with them. Right. Do you not want me to let you see them? Like, I don't understand what you're asking me. And then it was, it's so-and-so's fault. It's your sister's fault. And I was still standing my ground like, no, 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 no. And then it was you, you know, whatever, like talking shit to me. And then I'm never going to change yelling at me. And I was like, you know what? That's all I needed to hear. Thank you. Have a great night. Right. And it's sad, too. Like when somebody comes to you and they're like, this is how I feel this is what I would like to see happen. And the person on the other end is just completely just like, you can go fuck yourself. Yeah. Basically, you know. But even after that, I did have moments, little moments of hope. Yeah. And I think you, I think there's going to be points in your life where you always do. That's the trauma bond. Or the grief. Because with grief, it's like, a sporadic, you know, it happens spontaneously and you're just driving. And especially when you're grieving over something or someone that is still existing in the world that you're in, you know? Yeah, it's not like something happened and you're grieving because you're never going to see them. It's, they're still here. They are still able to compromise with you and try to have a conversation not even a conversation, a relationship with you with healthy boundaries in place. Yeah, but they choose not. It's not even the fact that they choose not to. Well, they do. Everything is based on choices, right? But with a narcissist, they're incapable of doing so because they have no way of having empathy and they have no way of choosing. I mean, they do, but they they won't is the thing. They won't because then that gives them that gives their power away they, they they will be out of the ball is no longer in their court yeah when it's not that's when the shit talking and the bashing starts and yeah then someone else becomes the golden child and then you know now you're not the only black sheep we we got our own flock of sheep over here we're all black over here black right. sheep right and You know, I can't tell you how many times, (laughs) speaking of black sheep, I can't tell you how many times, like, bitch, I am the blackest fucking sheep in this family. And. But not consistently. Yeah. Because that's part of the mind game. Right. It's the, well, today, today you're the golden child because Kayla's mad at me. Right. And then, but I remember, like, every fucking holiday, you know, she will make sure to bring up the fact that I'm a fuck up. You know what I mean? Somewhere along the lines, her or Mamma, honestly, they would both, like, it never fails on Christmas or Thanksgiving. 
whenever we have the, it's not even a holiday. Whenever we have the family together and we're all sitting at the table, they always have to make it a fucking point to be like, oh yeah, by the way, Crystal's a fuck up and she did this, this, and this in her life. And it's like, why do we always have to touch base on that? Everybody already fucking knows. And then it got to a point to where I was like, overthinking it so much like oh my gosh maybe I should fucking just go ahead and bring it up so that I can get it out of the fucking way but that's the issue with our family we sweep their stuff under the rug yeah our stuff will forever be on top topic at the table we can never sit and be present in the moment unless we bring up something about them and then it's like well so anyways um I was thinking well, it's either anyway I was thinking or fuck you. I can't believe that you would fucking talk about me like that. Yeah. Just like, so I made this um, TikTok video joking about how, you know, my cat had to go into the vet. Okay. He had his penis clogged up with all these crystals. Like, I don't know. <laughs> fucking he gets in some pickly situations. Yeah. Like, I don't know what the fuck. He got himself in a pickle dick. And, he, and like, he was, I don't know, he was just acting really weird. So Jordan takes him to the fucking vet and they're like, yeah, by the way, his dick's all fucking clogged crystallized. up, crystallized and shit. And your cat's going to cost $1,200. I'm like, gosh, damn. And, you know, we rescued him and I have two cats. Like, I'm not, you know, I'm not just going to be like, all right, well, that's fine. We're, we could just go ahead and put him to sleep. Dun, dun, dun. Like, no. So. He was in ICU, dude, for three days. And that's really what costs them the most amount of money. You know what I mean? So, um, Mamaw's like, I called Mamaw to let her know. I was like, yeah, Finn's in the vet. Or he's in the hospital. He's in ICU or whatever. And she's like, yeah, I bet he's in a lot of pain. You know, if I were you and if it gets to be too expensive, I'd just put him down. And I was like, oh, my gosh, no. Like, I'm not doing that. I'm going to, you know, because she's got animals. You know, she has animals. I can't, she would never, right? So jokingly, and if you go and watch the TikTok, anybody that is has a fucking thumb knows that it's a joke. I said, yeah, I called my grandma. My grandma's like, yeah, put your cat down. Joking, I said, why don't we put you down, Barb? Like, I have fucking the means to put my grandma fucking under anesthesia and just drop her fucking dead or put her in a fucking assisted living home. It was a joke. Do you know this woman did not show up to Christmas? She did not fucking come to my house for Christmas over that fucking video. And I spoke with her after that, and I told her, I was like, I, I do believe it was a joke. And she was like, no, that hurt my feelings. Yeah. Where do you think we got our sense of humor, girl? And, and I thought for sure, I really, listen, I did not make that video to intentionally hurt her or... I really thought she would laugh about it. Call me and be like, oh my gosh, you're hilarious. Crystal. Crystal Ann, I can't believe that you would do that. Blah, blah, blah. It went the other way. I apologized for hurting her feelings. But here's the thing with our family. They always want it to be like in control. So what does she say to me? She says, you need to delete that video right now. And don't let me ever fucking hear my name come out of your mouth again. Because it was her reputation and the way she looks online. Yep. She said, you're going to ever, you want this is her words you want everybody to think I'm a bad person bitch what the fuck nobody even knows you and I don't care if anybody thinks you're a bad person or not nobody's gonna think you're a bad person because of that video I promise you 
I promise you that. Nobody, it's not like that video went viral and everyone's like, oh, grab your pitchforks. Yeah, we're headed to Barb's, <laughs> you know, like put her down, put her down, burn her at the stake. Nobody gives a fuck. And she has said, and not that, not comparing, and this isn't me justifying it, but we have a joking relationship and she has said way worse things to me in a manner like that, you know? And so I just, I really thought she was going to take it as a joke. But I didn't delete the video because it's my TikTok. It's my life. It's my story. In the past, had this been a few years ago, I would have deleted the TikTok. I, I really would have deleted the video and not even looked. But like, people, please. Yeah, and not even thought twice about it. And I went back and forth in my mind about that for like days because I, you know, I thought, well, if I, I really don't want to hurt somebody's feelings because I'm, I don't, you know, and if somebody comes to me, once again, it's like you telling mom that she hurt your feelings and then her being like, well, go fuck yourself. I kind of felt in like I was in that situation where she was telling me that I hurt her feelings and I was like, well, go fuck yourself because I'm not deleting the video. But there's a fine line of having boundaries and control over your own life, especially when it was in a joking manner. Obviously, if you said something like, like that isn't even something that is a reality because you can't put her in a home. You can't euthanize her. Right. So there's only one way to take that. But if you had said something different that was not a joke. Right. Then I could understand. Right. And I'm like, what the? I don't know. It was just such fucking bullshit. The think how even when I was little, because I was very sensitive, they would always be like, you can never take a joke. And I'd be like, you hurt my feelings. And they never gave a fuck. Not a single fuck given. I, I, and I would, like, bawl my eyes out at shit that they would say. Right. And while, yeah, it was joking, it hurt. But we were born into a family. Like, we literally popped out the womb. Well, we were bo- we were created in a womb with no fucks given. But they would not. They would take it <laughs> as far. I should take my sweatshirt off. Go ahead. Keep going, though. They would take it as far as making fun of me. It wasn't even a joke. Yeah, not realizing that you're just a sensitive child. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like, they would make fun of stuff. Like, oh, look, she slicks her hair down after she gets out of the shower. And I'm like, in third grade. (sighs) Okay, so help me do something about it if you don't like the way it looks. Right. And they did that to me, too. I mean, I sucked my thumb when I was little. And from the time I was born, I sucked my thumb. And I don't know if it was a coping mechanism to kind of like coddle myself in a way to obviously, I don't know, like baby myself when nobody else was around to do so. Like your security blanket. Yeah. And you guys, I'm 36 years old and I still suck my thumb. Mic drop. (laughs) Not not as much as I used to, but sometimes, like, if I get anxiety or if I'm lying in bed and I can't sleep, that's when I do it. And I cannot tell you how, even still to this day, they make fun of me. It's never, they've always used humor or making fun of to get through life. So when it comes to us, yeah, it's just a joke. But when we say something, it's fuck you. I'm not coming to your family event. And let me paint you this picture. So everybody already knows that my grandma's like keeping up with the Joneses type of person, right? And if you 
ask her on a good day, she will she will admit that. On a bad day, she'll say, fuck you, I don't care what anybody thinks, if that makes sense. Like, she's like, I'm old enough now, I just don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. I won't wear a bra in public, I won't have to wear any makeup, and, and, and then on another day, she'll be like, I'm vain, I have to have makeup on and a bra, I can't leave, I can't go to Walmart without a bra on, blah, 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 okay? So, we grew up kind of having, like, we always had to look a certain way, don't you think? Yeah. I fucking forget where I was going with that. What was well, I talking about I don't, that? You were talking about how, like, one day she's like this and one day she's like that. Oh, yeah. And she was, she's always about family. So every Christmas when we were younger until about the age of 15, we had Christmas at her house, okay? She lived in the house that, like, the house that I came home to was her house in Florence, Kentucky, like on Kelly Drive, okay? And we stayed in that house for 30 years. 30, 32? Somewhere around there. Okay? She got another house. Ever since she bought that house, after 30 fucking years, which is a bigger house, mind you, she hasn't had Christmas in it because she said that it's not big enough. But it's a bigger house than what we used to have Christmas in. So whatever the fuck that means. I don't make that make sense. So... She's always the one that was like, please come to Christmas. Make sure you don't miss Christmas because, you know, there's always somebody feuding, fucking, and fighting in our family. So whatever. Last Christmas, she did not show up at my house for Christmas because obviously I refused to go to my mother's house. I will never go. They decided to have Christmas at my mother's house where half of the fucking family will not go because she's a narcissistic, bleh, you know? And everybody's all this like they're still surprised last year I didn't go to my mother's the year before that I didn't go to my mother's I know they still call me like well aren't you gonna go no like what are you fucking what do you mean like no I'm not fucking going nothing's changed about my boundaries yeah like nope my boundaries are still that I'm still not gonna go and so I said Kayla and I were like we're gonna start our own traditions and we're gonna have Christmas here we're gonna have the holidays here at my house so we invite Mamma. Mamma says, yes, she's coming. They're all going to come to my house, right? After my mom's. So after I posted that video about my cat's dick and putting my grandma to sleep, she didn't show up at Christmas. She did not show up to my Christmas. So now, and this isn't me being petty. I just want to explain this. Not that I have to explain myself. But I will not, I will not do another invite you will you will not be invited to my house next fucking christmas but we're not invited to anything anyways most of the time usually it's already happening and then if we happen to overhear about it or stop by didn't you know you were invited you're always invited how the fuck am i invited if i didn't even know about it yeah tell me or or we'll accidentally we'll just randomly like stop by because sometimes i still get mail over there and I'll randomly, like, stop by, and everybody will just be there having a fucking cookout. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? My birthday. Yeah, your birthday, bitch. My sister's birthday. Which is a hard day for me because I was born on my father's birthday. So every year I have to wake up knowing that he's going to forget my birthday because he's somewhere on drugs, and it's his fucking birthday also. And then last year my sister calls me, and she's like, are you coming to Mammoth for the fucking grill out? Uncle Jim's in from out of town. Everybody's here. Because I thought, I wasn't there yet. I was still at my house. But I thought that the whole, the grill out originally was planned because it's Kayla's birthday. 
And my Uncle Jim was there. So I was like, oh, maybe they're just going to, like, kill two birds with one stone type shit. No, that wasn't the case. Kayla wasn't even fucking invited to the grill out. Like, what the fuck? On my birthday, that my whole family was at. And the whole birthday. That was another point for me where I was like, fuck that. Fuck all of you. Yeah. And and not to mention. I I cried on my birthday because of dad, because of my mom, because of mom, all of them. Yeah. And not to mention, they all know, they're well fucking aware that she has the same birthday as my father and my father how, how do you have the same exact birthday as your as your uh child and you fucking forget you don't even call your child and maybe he doesn't forget but he doesn't call and he doesn't do anything which mind you this isn't me justifying his behaviors but he is on drugs and Kayla has fucking shut him down numerous times and after getting so many years of rejection I can see him just giving up because that's just the type of person that he is because I kind of have that inside of me as well at times like after being rejected kind of like with mom and my son you know yeah like I I see like that side of it because of my situation but still our family knows our family knows that Kayla has the same fucking birthday as our dad and that he doesn't fucking call her so they just go ahead and decide to have a big fucking family get together and barbecue and not invite Kayla. And the only reason I knew about it is because I had called Mama and said, hey, are we going to get together for Kayla's birthday or can Kayla and I come over? Do you want to have like a little get together, a little dinner? And she's like, oh, everybody's already over here. We're having a barbecue uh, because Uncle Jim's in town. And I'm like, oh, for Kayla's birthday? And she's like, no. And I think you told me that you even asked her if she invited me. Yeah, I did. And she's like, oh, no, I didn't because this was last minute. I really didn't even invite any of the other people that are here either. I'm sitting there thinking like, oh, they just all knew to show up at your house on the same day. At the same time. it happened to be Kayla's birthday. Right. <laughs> at the same time. And they're all just, you're, and you happen to just have all the fucking food ready. And me being me, although I cried that entire day, I still came like, in my mind, because of all of the narcissism in our family, like, oh, well, you know, what did I do? What did I do? What did I do? And then, you know, hearing it from not just you, but other people in my life and friends, like, no, your family is fucked up for doing that to you. Like, who does that? Yeah. And, they and never... then still pretend like, hey, 10 o'clock at night, happy birthday. Yeah. And they never see, they still, if we were to bring that up, which obviously we, we won't, but. I if, never have. Right. I should have. Yeah. But if we were, it would always be swept under the rug and nobody else's fault. It wouldn't be their fault. It would be, oh, Kayla. It wouldn't be. I'm sorry that I didn't invite you. It wasn't for that I'm so sorry that I made you feel like that on your birthday no it would be I mean I didn't invite anyone right it would be like sorry you feel that way yeah sorry you feel that way but I didn't invite any of the other people that were here either we didn't have this planned you know we didn't plan this well somewhere along the fucking lines something was fucking planned because everybody was there and then I showed up remember and, yeah. I, and I said, what do you want me to say when I get there? I think I waited until I got there. And I was like, Kayla's not here? 
on her fucking birthday. And I only, I didn't even stay that long because I was just so fucking sick at the fact that my sister's birthday is going on right now. Like this is the day of birth for her and nothing, everybody else is just like, oh yeah, well, we're just here at Mamaw's house and we're just not even going to call Kayla and invite her. But this year on my grandma's birthday, which just so happens to be three days ago, on the 21st, four. Uh, yeah, four days three. ago. Yeah, sorry. February 21st. I was so fucking busy at work. I get up at 5.45, 5.30 every morning, okay? Kayla got up. She already texted Mamma happy birthday. Typically, we kind of have this thing in our family that we always try to beat my grandfather. It's never about Mamma, really. We always try to be the first one to tell Papa happy birthday. But sometimes we do it over Mamma too. Not, not really, but... Kayla went ahead and said, hey, happy birthday. I didn't tell her happy birthday until later in the afternoon because once I got to work, I had to take the girls to doctor's appointments and shit. I tell her happy birthday and she's like, thanks or whatever. And I said, yeah, I got really busy at work. I had to take the girls to doctor's appointments or I would have said happy birthday sooner. And I don't really know what made me say that, but whatever, that's neither here nor there. And she's like, yeah, your sister definitely beat you to it. And I don't know what the fuck she expected after that. I just didn't even say anything back because I've come to accept the fact that when they respond negatively, they want a negative response and they want a reaction. And I'm just not fucking giving it anymore. I'm not doing it. I'm not going to fall into the trap of that kind of bullshit. I don't have to. And... And we try to make ourselves feel better, I think, or at least for me, by saying, like, oh, you know, I think she subconsciously does this. But at this point, I don't know anymore. Right. I I mean. Do I think she's like our mother? No. Do I think our mother learned things from her? Yes. Right. I think that she's, um an intelligent enough woman I think she's a very intelligent woman and I think that she knows what the fuck she's doing and I think she knows more so because we fucking told her that's how I know she knows because I've gone to her face to face and said these are the bullet points this 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 and this and absolutely fucking nothing has changed and it never will so I'm the the only thing that has changed is me so I'm the one that has to fucking take a step back because I'm not gonna be I'm not living that same life I'm not doing that you know it's hard for us because no one before us has set boundaries our family doesn't have healthy boundaries so for us not only are we the black sheep we're cycle breakers And it's messy and hurtful and hard because we don't know the right thing or the wrong thing. Because while our boundaries and our mind are saying, you know, oh, this is an ick. I don't like the way I'm being talked to or treated. Our heart is like, well, there's just no way that they would really mean it like that or that they are this cold-hearted or this type of person yeah I agree it's fucking messy 
because this is the first time anything that you do for the first time ever think about it anything that is the first time is always either uncomfortable messy it's scary so this is the first time that we're standing up for ourselves this is the first time that we're setting healthy boundaries this is the first time that we're cutting motherfuckers Saying off no yes this is the first I don't time tolerate being treated or talked to like that we have boundaries and while we can be civil and get along great, but just don't step over my boundaries and I won't step over yours. Just like, you know, when she pushes the relationship to have with mom on me. And, you know, even the last time I took the kids over there, did I fall into that trap again? Absolutely. Because I just want to believe and I yearn for that relationship with our mother, especially because I don't have it with my father. But was it a trap? Yeah. It was. And, oh, I wanted to throw this out there for anybody that's still listening, that's hung in with us here. Um, I wanted you guys' opinions on, like, if you have dealt with narcissism or parents that are narcissistic or whatever, I wanted you guys to send letters in, and um, I wanted to give you my P.O. box, and it's P.O. Box 151, Turfway Road. It's Florence, Kentucky, 410 or 41022 and um, write us some letters and you know we'll read them on here and tell us like do you let your kids go over to your narcissistic parents house like how do you how do you deal with that yeah how do you navigate not just your relationship but your kids especially when they've already you know it's one thing to just like have a child and you don't speak to your parents but after they've already been around them for years and then you're growing and you're evolving into trying to be a better person and your eyes are open how do you navigate that yeah or if you guys want to write in about amanda Bynes or wendy or britney spears or whatever you guys want to write in about just send it to the po box that we have and even different topics that you want us to speak on yeah write into the po box and we'll read your letter and I'll make a TikTok about it, too, so that everybody knows that they can send it in and we'll read it on the podcast. I think that's going to be a cool idea. Um, but if there's something that you want to talk to us about that you don't want us to read it, but you just want to let us know, you can send something in and just write on there, you know, like, keep it confidential. And we will. Yeah, for sure. And we'll either write you an email, send you a letter back or message you on we can be pen pals yeah or message you on like facebook or however you prefer you know just put via text message whatever you know um but i don't know we just wanted to hop on here today and kind of just ramble yeah (laughs) you're our therapist for the day thanks yeah thank you we appreciate it my husband went to go get his beard trimmed and i don't know go to the bank or something and kayla and i have to go pick up groceries we got him i guess it's like pick up I don't know. I fucking can't stand going grocery shopping anymore. It's a chore. It is a chore. And then they're, you know, it just, it's like every fucking week. How does anyone do it? I don't know. Especially in this economy. Fucking shitty. (laughs) But again, um, the P.O. Box is P.O. Box 151, Turfway Road. Or actually, I lied. That is not it. I completely just made that up. Hold on a second. It's 1701 Turfway Road, P.O. Box 
P.O. Box 151, Florence, Kentucky, 41022. We'll link it below. Yeah, I'll link it in here. And if I can, um, my husband does all the editing and all of the posting. He's a great manager. (laughs) So thanks, Jordan. Unpaid, but shout out to my husband. Also, I wanted to give a shout out to Rainbow Nut Butter. Um, If anybody's listening here and they haven't tried the Rainbow Nut Butter, please look them up. If you cannot purchase from them, they actually, first off, they have the best nut butter, okay? They have soy butter. They have almond butter. It's gluten-free. Well, they have choice of gluten-free. It's very affordable. They support St. Jude's. So yummy. It is so delicious. Um, It can be a sinful snack. (laughs) They support St. Jude's. Um, They also support multiple other um, companies in other Countries. countries. Yes. In other countries, it's amazing. They have supported me. They have helped me grow. And it's indescribably amazing. Like, the support that they have given me is indescribable. But I just wanted to give them a shout out. And if you guys are listening, go check them out. Give them a like. Give them a follow. Give them some love. Or just share something, one of their TikToks. They have the cutest little, they don't only have nut butter. They have purses and macrame handmade things and bags, like shirts, hoodies. And the cutest little, like, car on their TikToks. What is yeah, that? Like, the like their little nut the, hut van. Yeah, their little nut hut van. It's so cute. They, they and all that aside, okay, let's put the flavoring aside. Let's put the fact that they are so generous. Let's put all of that aside. They are by far the kindest human beings I have ever met. Like, if you need a good pick-me-up, just reach out to Tara and Shelby. Like they are by far the kindest human beings I have ever encountered in my entire life. And it's unfortunate that I don't get to see them on a daily basis because they live in a different state. Like, fuck. For that kind of kindness, like what kind of family did you guys come from? We need to know. We need to have them on the podcast and ask like, what was your family dynamic? Because ours was dysfunctional and we were told that's normal. Right. But I just wanted to give them a shout out. Um, You know, just go show them some love And we really appreciate you guys sitting here listening to us. For those of you that have, like, this entire time just listening to us ramble on. And we really appreciate all the love and support. Um, If you're a first-time listener, my name on TikTok is Truly Crystal Turner. Um, If you want to check us out. And Kayla's. Just look up Kayla Blake. (laughs) I, I have no idea what the numbers are behind it. It's like Kayla Blake numbers. She never remembers. But, yeah. Um, We hope you guys have a great weekend and an even better week coming up. And we love you. Thank you for listening to us. Adios.